0: As Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, He saw, He saw. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This meditation today has to do with living in our community and all of what that means, like drums during worship. So I will just talk louder, and we will sing louder, and all will be well with our world. The saying goes, and uh, let's see if you you know this saying, familiarity breeds contempt. Yeah, there's a few other things too, but the old saying is familiarity breeds contempt. When we really get to know something, we get to know the beauty and the brokenness of it, don't we? It's probably true. But more often, familiarity breeds complacency or apathy more than contempt. We simply grow accustomed to things, good, bad, or otherwise. Whoever we are, wherever we are, whatever we are doing, we quickly lose the edge of newness in how we engage our environment. The astounding becomes ordinary. (laughs) My goodness, there's a lot of people back here. (laughs) I saw stuff, average, everyday, beautiful, miserable life all around me. He could have ignored it. Rabbis were kind of expected to avert their gazes when uh, imperfections crowded around their space. In order to avoid avoid being tainted by the squalor and the yuckiness of life. But not Rabbi Jesus. When we see famous folks today, maybe you don't think this way, but subconsciously, I think we create, we create a fragrance for them. See somebody and we think, ah, oh, they probably smell one way or another. When I think of Jesus, I imagine, I think accurately, that Jesus did not smell pretty. Truth is, no one did at Jesus' time, and some gave off more odors than others. Like fishermen. Fishermen still today give off kind of a funny order, don't they? We won't go there. And poor. And diseased. And homeless. And where was Jesus? Wandering around in the middle of them. Rubbing shoulders. Touching them. Why? Because as he walked around, he looked around. Kirkum spiky. I don't know what it is in Greek. Much less Aramaic. When Jesus looked around and saw the needs crowding him, let me affirm, let me affirm, we just spent an hour in our little class in between talking about what Riverside Presbyterian Church has done through the ages of meeting the needs and challenges of this community. And let me affirm that this church has done an amazing job of looking around over the course. Of all the years that it's been stationed here at the corner of Post and Park Street. Dig into the history of many ongoing vital Jacksonville ministries and you will find the hands and hearts of RPC members present at the beginnings and to this very day. And every single one of you, whether you're involved in those ministries or not, every single one of you continues to own a piece of that reality because we support so many of them. And that's all great. And just as I believe Jesus did, we need to keep looking around and seeing what's out there with fresh vision. You all more than alluded to that in your surveys. We summarized that, or I summarized it, by saying that that you want to keep wrestling with the challenge of existing and ministering in a neighborhood and community with a transient population and ever-changing needs. That's what almost 200 of you managed to say to me. And when I use the word transient, I like to say we're not just talking about homeless folk. We're we're talking about young people who show up in an area for a year or two and then move on. And and not just younger folks, older folks do that too, right? This is, and, and a whole lot of people are transient. They come in here on, on Friday and Saturday nights, and then they're gone. and we're here. And how do we open our hearts and our minds to them? That's an easy statement to make. Attaching plans and actions to it is not. The very first step entails a commitment to be like Jesus. How like Jesus? Jesus walked around and saw stuff. In our present situation, I sense that the twin dangers of complacency and apathy lurk. We have valid worries and concerns in 2020 that may not have poked up earlier. We've gotten older as a church and as individuals, and although all Industries always have money problems. They presently plague us more than in the past. The community has changed. It doesn't necessarily look like we look anymore, and it continues to morph at breakneck speed. Needy people still scam the system, creating hesitancy with us as we think about what's next and what we should do to meet needs. We put out that we are who we are, and we're pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah. And, and folks, folks would enjoy it if they came in here and saw what we have to offer. But that doesn't happen so much anymore in today's world. So it's on us, as followers of Jesus, to walk around and see and respond in new and fresh ways. I make it a point to walk, run, and bike all over the place. I have been in places of the city and county that some of you who have lived here for 40, 50 years haven't been. I say, hey, I was over riding in this area. What? We never go there. I, the well done. Mostly I do that because I like to, and partly, a big part, because those road moments provide me with vital prayer opportunities and really, really important uh, information about the city. I don't take my phone or have things plugged into my ears. Very, very dangerous. If you do that, you should probably stop at least one here. I want to be sure that I hear the vehicles not obeying traffic rules, and I want to see the cracks in the pavement. In case you don't know, there are cracks in the pavement in Jacksonville to expect, and I want to hear and see what's going on in the world outside of my safe spaces. I live a very sheltered life, and I love my very sheltered life. I hang mostly with good folks who don't drink or chew or use bad language much. I don't watch movies or TV. And I really like you. And I like the people that I hang around with. And you are all a vital part of my world. But you are not the sum total of the world. And I have to be sure that I know that. If I want to do my job well, I need to get out of my gated community. I live in a gated community, Riverside Presbyterian Apartments. I have to buzz to get ready in and tell them I'm leaving like having mom there all the time. I can get out of my gaming community and walk all around the St. John's Sea. And see everything, whether it's good, bad, or otherwise. And here's my challenge for you all. Every individual and group related to Riverside Presbyterian Church uh, should join me on this walk, literally or figuratively, one or the other. We exist in a neighborhood community with a transient population and ever-changing needs. That's what you've said. How do we exist here is the question we ask. We ain't picking up and leaving this block anytime soon. I long for us all to do our best to be like Jesus in this. To see what is happening in this area. A bunch of you trek in from the far corners of the county and even other counties to join us on Sunday mornings. And some of you live close by. So give yourself a little extra time someday and stroll or drive around the place. See. See what's old. A lot of wonderful old things around here, including people. See what's new. See what's beautiful, see what's broken, what's godly, and what's not. What could benefit from a generous dose of a Christ-like spirit or action? Pretty much every fabulous ministry idea has come, not from some nifty program announced and sold by a high-priced outside group, or even from a great plan machined to perfection by a Presbyterian committee although we're good at that. Rather, for someone or someone who walked around and saw a place where a touch of God's grace could transform a person here and there. People like the saints of RPC history, who did that very thing, and also the many of you who still see. Five Points continues to morph. It ain't all pretty either. I assure you, that I could probably fill up a garbage can full of trash uh, while I walk that half a block to the apartments every time I walk it. That's just one thing. And people don't always behave themselves either, in case you needed to know that. But a lot of it is. We're at least engaging. And it should be engaging us. So what are we seeing planted firmly on this corner? Are we even looking like Jesus, or like the rabbis averting our gazes, or both, depending on the situation? How can we do better? By being intentional about it, it doesn't just happen. It happens when we are intentional about looking. It's work. Discernment is work. Good work, but work just the same. So open your eyes. Think of that new Latin word you know, kirkum spike. Look around. And when you look around and see things, write them down and share them with me. Because I love, I love to hear what you're seeing. Thanks be to God for this teaching from his holy word. Amen.